We're back. Minds Like Minds podcast. I am the one, the only, R.L. Malpica. And I am the co-host, Chef Definition. And, um, you know, we're back to talk that shit. Talking that shit. To get deep, to get mindful, to get spiritual, and uh, to speak truth, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Had a great week. Can't really complain about shit. Right. You know, um, you know, things, life's happening. Right, right, Life's right. For right. both of us. Most deaf. Most you know, deaf. And that's a good thing. Most so deaf. uh you know, other than that, I'm here, I'm happy, I'm blessed. I have uh new affirmations, right? Okay. Talk to me. Um booked, blessed, and banking. Okay. And busy. And busy. And yeah. bacon. And bacon. Yeah. <laughs> five B's on that. Right, right. Not you know? bacon, but baking. Bacon. Mm-hmm. Bacon. That's yeah. what's up, brother. That's fine. And, and eventually going. billions, right? Eventually billions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> about Definitely. about billions like Adrian Broner. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Something like that. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Just like Adrian Bro. Yeah. 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 Well, um, as you all know, Minds Like Minds podcast, we're season three here. This is episode 71. So we're, 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 we're grinding. We're out here doing what we do. Um, and everybody out there, just know that you can catch the video version of this podcast on Akasha Flicks. Um, and right now we are holding a promo. Promo. For 50% off through February. Off the annual price, so that's forty nine ninety nine to get a full year's worth of content. That's not only minds like minds, but all of the creators and content that's on there. So if you're looking to heal, grow um, spiritually, mentally, uh, mindfully, it's definitely the place to be. But um, look, happy, man, happy Black History Month. Yeah, the the and you can check Chef, Chef Definition got his own conscious cooking show on there too. Man, um, check me out. Most stuff, most stuff. Um, the topic for today, man. Is relationships, man, and and exes, um, and exes. Why, and why people revert back to their exes, and also why it's so hard to leave somebody in the first place. But mostly, we want to talk about the exes because it's 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 something that I think we've all experienced, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and it kind and, and in my opinion, it stops us. Not all the time. I mean, every situation is different, but it does halt us from continuing on that journey. So I want to dive deep into that, man, and um, and and really get to the root and foundation of that because I think a lot of people out there could hit, could could use that wisdom right now. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I do, I do, and um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I know I'm a. Uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? A, a, a prime, a prime subject. <laughs> Example for yeah, <laughs> for right. exes and uh, why it's so hard to break the chains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why it's yeah. so hard to to uh, walk away or to uncut that 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 tether that y'all have? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've been I've, I've been through that a lot. Well, I mean, I think we all have, man, yeah. and at different points in our lives. And I think it's, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand and correlates with where you are with yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, I think people need to understand that you change every day, whether you change for the better or change for the worse or change laterally. You change every day because you go through 
different experiences. And we've also been told our whole life that, you know, the, the, that people are afraid of change and people don't like change. And those are constant things that are constantly told to us. So when we get something outside of the norm or outside of what the status quo is, you know, we're conditioned to basically think or have fear towards it. I should say that's a better way to say it. Yeah. Definitely have fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that, I think that's one key element that it starts with, but <clears throat> relationships, man, like they take, they take a lot from us because we put so much energy in them. Yeah. Like speak on that, man. I mean, you know, it's easy, <clears throat> excuse me, it's easy to, to lose yourself in a relationship, you know, because you're, you're like you said, you know, we put so much energy in it. Of course, like no one wants to go into a, a relationship and think like, I'm finna bomb this motherfucker. <laughs> right. I'm you know what I'm saying? This one up. Yeah. How how am I how am I gonna need uh more therapy in two or three more years after this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Right. So everybody goes in there with a positive a positive mindset in the beginning. And then the thing too is in the beginning, not everything is is out in the forefront. You know what I'm saying? You have that what they say that that honeymoon period, um, then you I guess you kind of plateau out and 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 then you kind of either you you elevate or you descend from that that moment on. You know what I'm saying? And so, who shit? Um, yeah. No, I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, takes no. I mean you 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 brought up the. I like to call it the infatuation period, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, you, you're, you're just excited. You know, you got that, that excitement aspect, the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. And you got that optimism that this might be different than what you've dealt with in the past. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Ab- absolutely. You see all the possibilities. Yeah, because everything, like, everything's not out yet. Right, right, you know what right. I'm yeah, for sure. You're, you're, you're true, your true, true person is not, is not been revealed yet. You're, you're still leading with your avatar. You know what I'm saying? Right. You um, still have, sometimes, not everyone, you still have the mask on. Yeah. But eventually the mask falls off, and then that's where um, issues kind of start coming up because you can't keep that facade up. Yeah, so it's like a job. Like, you, you, the person that you, (laughs) I guess I always use Chris Rock shit, but he's like, you're not meeting the real person, you're meeting their representative. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, who's their hype man, Mm -hmm. basically. Like, look, I'm going to show you the best version of me right up front. And then as things settle down, you'll see some of the 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 um, the the holes. You know what I'm saying? Some of the some issues, of the cracks. some of the cracks, some the of the cracks in the foundation. Right, the crust. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but those things are important. Like like people look at that process because you can look at it one of two ways. Like I, I hear a lot of people say, you know, I wish, you know, I, I want that infatuation period again because look, don't, no, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Like it that does. excitement that. The newness the, of it, yeah. The newness, you know, the, man, being able to be excited about a person, right? You know what I'm saying? Because the possibilities, man. You know, and 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 like, especially like when you're coming from, you coming, you know, not necessarily rebounding, but you know, you take your proper time to right. to heal and right, all that right, kind of right. stuff. But when you step back out into the the realm of dating, you have a large possibility prospect. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And um. 
it always feels good to have someone that you're excited about, someone who's excited about you, man. You right. And, and and once again, once you get to that point, and in the early stages, that's when we start. We kind of t- we tend to get really locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just like a a precursor to it all. But you know, when you get those butterfly feelings and like, oh shit, uh, such and such gets off at five o'clock. Right. It's, right. It's like four forty eight, and you're excited. Or you know when when you you see them calling and shit, your whole shit just lights up. <laughs> right, you know what I'm right, saying? Just yes. makes your motherfucking day. Yeah. Hey man, that's man, that's beautiful. It's a, it is beautiful. It, it really is. <clears throat> um, but there's beauty in the evolution of a relationship as well. Absolutely. Um, when you get past that infatuation stage, you know usually that's kind of that's in in writing in um, when you write scripts. There's kind of a basic format that they've created. Now, you know, I'm a free writer, free thinker, you know, so fuck those structures. But in the structure, you know, basically there is what they call an inciting incident and then the turning point in a movie. Right. You'd be watching a movie and then within roughly 30 minutes, within 10 minutes, you're going to get an inciting incident. But within 30 minutes, that's when act two comes in. And that's when there's going to be some type of turning point like uh, the, the person gets fired from their job. So they go crazy and start shooting up all the buildings and shit. Like the, that's the point. So the turning point in a movie and the turning point in a relationship is right around the end of the infatuation because now the newness is gone. The honeymoon period is over. What substance do you have? Right, right. What right. substance is left? The problem is, is <clears throat> that everything a, was built on fluff. I mean, well, right. not not built on fluff, but everything was, it was riding off fluff and fumes. Right, right. So Happy like, sauce. so, but what happens is most people stay. Yeah. After that turning point, that infatuation leaves, they stay. And what happens is once you stay, you get comfortable. And the more comfortable you get, the harder it is to leave. And you also get committed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, once you, you can. once you once you get locked into the commitment aspect, that does kind of just kind of zoom right past the infatuation phase. So so then you know you're committed. You're committed to it. You you know, we see the writing on the wall. <clears throat> we can see the writing on the wall. Infatuation stage is kind of dwelling to an end. Um. However long that is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no, really no time limit on it. No. But, so it could uh, be a week. It could be six months. It could be could years. Be a year. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if they if they if that good, you know? Right. So you see the you see the writing on the walls. You see the roadblocks. You see the red flags. And you kind of make a conscious decision in yourself. Do I get off the ride? Right. You know, so especially when the, when the red flags really – Really start coming up, and then you know, like you start looking at it, like, uh, is it financial? Um, kids, kids. Um, is is it is it? Does your mate enable you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you start looking into all these different factors, and sometimes that's what makes you stay. Or or like in one one relationship that I was in. Mm-hmm. For a long time, my self esteem was shot, completely fucking shot. You know what I'm saying? Nope. So, so I was in a relationship that I was miserable in, you know. 
So it, it felt I was trapped. I, I felt I was trapped. Um, I was trapped for a long time, you know. And it had got to the point where I was, I was so trapped. Like, man, I, I just, I, I kind of want to get out. I know I want to get out of it. It's, um, it's toxic. You know, when I first started learning about toxic relationships and all the ups and downs and the craziness that, that we go through in these toxic relationships where, where we try to prove points, um, we're trying to make that person see uh, where, where we come from. We're trying to make that person feel the pain that we feel. And that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That's completely fucked up. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and, and all it could take, all it could take is simple communication. You know what I'm saying? Before all that craziness comes in. But you know, okay, I was running off on a tangent, but you know what I'm saying? Bro, that's that's how we're gonna that's how we speak to the people, man, through through our experiences and <coughs> there's people listening that are um that are understanding like like they're they're relating to that. And that's that's kind of the importance of of speaking about this today. And the reason we're starting off on the base the basics and the foundations of the relationship because all of this corresponds to the X factor, why we end up going back to our exes mm-hmm. um, because of that initial process and, and ultimately where you're at with your self-esteem, mm-hmm. with your self-worth, because those are the core principles in these decisions that you're making. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you are in a, in a, in a oneness state, and in, on, on your path to enlightenment, you've had your spiritual awakening, you love yourself, you are at one with yourself, right? Then you are ultimately going to see red flags and you're not going to allow other things to cloud your judgment based on that because you come first, right? right? right. Whereas the opposite happens before any of those things happen, like before you get your awakening and, and, and realize your your self-worth and whatnot like those red flags you might think those are par for the course yeah you know oh well that's just how relationships are or that's how that person is or or that's how i am you right. know what I'm saying? yeah and how many times have you heard people say you know i thought you love yeah i thought you loved me unconditionally meaning meaning no matter what i bring to the table you're gonna love me and be with me anyway but that's that's not realistic i think I think unconditional love is realistic. I think I think people's grasp and concept of unconditional love is is unrealistic. Yeah, because great way to say it. They have a um, a Star Wars kind of mindset, right? But we're dealing with the Flintstones reality. <laughs> Man, you can't get better than that. You know what I'm saying? Unless you said Jetsons, right? Right. Right. <laughs> So, so you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's what it is, but like unconditional love, like the thing with unconditional love is people don't know how to love themselves, right? Right. They don't know how to love themselves or they don't come from love, period. You know what I'm saying? They come from a mentality of struggle and survive, um... Victim, victim is big, um, you know, and that's the basis. You know what I'm saying? But when you come from a place of love, you have a different mentality, because when you come from love, that's all you want to do. You want to love. That's what you're used to. You want to spread it. Yeah, <clears throat> you want to spread it. And and unfortunately, sometimes the people who are full of love, 
who want to give love openly and freely because that's what they think they're going to give back mm -hmm. and not necessarily always the case. You know what I'm saying? So you get the people who who don't know how to love themselves or who know how to love themselves through the radio, through the media, mm -hmm. through whoever songs, you know what I'm saying? But they don't know the emotional aspect of it or the the you know the grit of it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so you get those two people and then you, you you're gonna have clashing and, and um conflicting views on what love is so you know you get one of the two or even both of them who don't know how to love each other who don't know how to love themselves so how can you love someone else <laughs> so then you bring in a, a child into the world Oof. Yeah. So now you're raising a child in a situation where, of course, we have love for the children, but we are inadequately adapt to loving that child because we never were loved growing up. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's so it's a it's a fucked up kind of generational curse kind of thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <clears throat> not everyone loves themselves. Not everyone knows how to love themselves. Not everyone knows how to receive love because nine times out of ten they kind of think that that it's uh it's a trick right it's a setup you know what i'm saying and and that's unfortunate you know what i'm saying because you're so you're so blinded that you can't see the reality of it you know what i'm saying because you're so used to the pain or you may watch your parent or your your guardian or whoever um, what their idea of love is, and it could be some kind of abuse. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have a a, a kind of just a, a fucked up perception of it, but it 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 always is an issue of clashing when you have someone who comes from love and someone who doesn't know about love. Word up. Beautifully said, man. Here I'm gonna make a couple adjustments because you rubbing all up on you. Oh yeah. On the mic. Oh, my shit. Scorsese coming out a little bit. Right, right, right on. <laughs> but um, nah, man, that's beautifully said. Um, and once again, these are the core principles. Because I think that the, the most prolific thing you said was, if you don't know how to love yourself, how could you love somebody else? Right. Um, and that right there should be probably a T-shirt. But also should be kind of the, the, the mantra for anybody who is on the path to, 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 to finding love, number one. Like if you're on the path, if you're out there, if you're on those dating sites, right? If you're out there looking for love, take that to heart. Like you're never going to find love and you're never going to be able to give love if you don't know how to love yourself. That's right. first. You shouldn't even be on a dating site. You should be on Akasha Flicks, honestly, yeah, <laughs> learning, learning yeah. to love yourself because um, that's where it starts. You know, one of the one of the things that I learned was and, and, and it took me a while to learn this, but I learned that. The love like when you're with somebody and you think about that person and why you want to be with that person. Right. If. You're with that person because of what they provide, the love they provide for you or what they provide for you and not, I'm sorry, for the love that they want, that they do give to you instead of 
being with the person because you want to love them. It's a, it's a completely different viewpoint. Like, I think most of us, we look for those things because we're not getting it from ourselves. So we look for someone, we get in a relationship and this person is, is so sweet and they're so nice and they're doing all these things for me, in the beginning. for me, for me, e- even, even not the beginning. E- I'm even talking to deep relationships that have been around for a while. You ask them, well, why are you with this person? Oh, this, this person would, would die for me. Mm-hmm. They love me. They're all yeah. about me. Right. Okay, that's great. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, yeah. right? There's nothing wrong with that. But what about you? Would you die for them? Right, right, right. What are you giving right. them? Right. And if you can't answer the same way, if that is not a 50-50 reciprocation, well, then that that relationship is destined to fail at some point because you're, the energy invested is energy invested on energy returned. So if they're giving all those things to you, it feels good. It feels great. But that means that the love that you're receiving is based on that individual and not on yourself. So if you want it, you want the test to know if you're with the person you should be with. Ask yourself that question. Do you enjoy loving them? as much as you enjoy getting the love from them. Right. That's heavy. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah, we, we make a lot of t-shirts around here. Mine's I mean, because like you think about it, like, <laughs> right. so many times, man, it becomes a, uh, a one-sided affair. Right. For whatever reason, you know, there's always reasons. Right. But for whatever reason, it becomes a one-sided affair. Um, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say nine times out of ten, it's due to a lack of communication. Because had there been <clears throat> proper communication, um, no one's feelings would have got hurt. You know, that 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 doesn't completely alleviate the possibility of your feelings getting hurt. Right. But <clears throat> it, it 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 does um create uh bumpers, you know what I'm saying? So if we're communicating, you know, if we're communicating and um, you know how I feel, I know how she feels, we know how each other feels, you know what I'm saying? Then then there's there's not too much room for error, you know what I'm saying? But when things happen like the communication breaks down, um, the respect breaks down, uh, maybe even the intimacy breaks down. So you have these you have these these um breaks and cracks in the foundation of what y'all are trying to put together. Right. And usually at that point it's one or the other is doing damage control and one of them don't give a damn. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So usually the one who's running around scurrying doing damage control is the usual usually is the one that's gonna be hurt the most. Because the other one who's not doing damage control or doesn't care about damage control they're, they're mine somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's like you loving them and actually they're loving someone else or they're loving something else. So they're not reciprocating what you're giving them. Yep. So in due time, you will become depleted. Yeah. Um, bro, like, like the communication piece of it, right? Like if, if the communication is on point, then a few things can happen with the, in a relationship. Number one you know where each side stand. It ain't going to be a situation to where, you know, Jimmy's in love, but Janet, you know, she kind of like him a little bit, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? A little bit. Like, because then all of us, like, like when communication isn't in the, in the relationship, well, you got Jimmy putting in all this energy Yeah. while Janet, 
she halfway in, mm. but there's other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. And if you guys don't have that communication to where you know where you stand in a relationship, that is destined to go down a rough road. A rough and then road. you you end up, you know, a year, year and a half in and you, bring, you know, you, you saving money for an engagement ring and she's been going out every week, weekend. You know what I mean? And then, you know, we know how that goes. But that aspect like that's that's one possibility but also if communication's on point then it makes it easier for both of you to realize hey it's it's just not working right because we can talk about it like well yeah we we can talk about it and like you say you know what i'm saying those tough conversations have to happen in relationships they do the um the i don't really want to say the knockdown drag out verbal fisticuffs <laughs> right but um the the conversations where you don't agree the conversations where you where you may be even offended by what is being said to you especially if it's about who you are as a person yeah and it's kind of like um your flaws are being brought into the light of like i didn't even realize yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, to, I didn't know you felt that way. Exactly. Why? Why didn't you tell me? Why are you exactly. just not telling me this? And you know, I left the toilet seat up. You know what I'm saying? Now you're <laughs> tripping, right? You know, so that. But like you said, you know, we go back to the lack of communication, and um, and by the way, none of this is easy, right? Communication yeah, and understanding, because two people can communicate and there's no understanding, right? Uh, being made. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're just communicating. We're just communicating around each other. And um, sometimes that, that can involve yelling and all that. And and once you get to that point, nothing's being retained. You know, you're not going to find a solution because someone's ego has been hurt or someone's pride has been hurt. So someone has been offended. And once you get offended, it doesn't matter what the fuck the message is. You're going to miss it. Because you're, you're on the defensive. Yeah, and you're tending to your inner wounds with, or your triggers. Which is is number one re reason why it's so beneficial for people to learn to love themselves and, and, and get on that path to healing from past shit before they get into a serious relationship. Because everything you just said, right, we have a tendency to get defensive and and kind of, you know, have our claws come out when someone brings something to our attention or or calls us out on something. That's kind of the natural defense because that's all we've ever known. But once you get to a point where you can understand your triggers, but also and also understand your that your pride doesn't matter. Right. And you can you can kind of release that pride and also release expectations. Then when those conversations happen. It's a different kind of conversation because you can take a punch on the chin, not not physically, but right. uh, <laughs> definitely not physically, <laughs> definitely not physically. Definitely. Uh, you could take a you know, you can take a, a criticism, per se, and um, and learn from it. Right. Right. Because, look, if you care for the other person, then that criticism shouldn't come as an attack, but come as an opportunity. Yeah, because because you're looking for. You're looking for a solution. Ultimately, as you know, a team, together. As, as, yeah, as a team. You're looking for you're looking for a solution. You're looking for reasons to make it work. You're looking for the light. You know what I'm saying? 
And that does come with understanding. And it and it comes with a lot of patience, I think. I think. No, patience is big. One thing that I've learned in my trials and tribulations, uh, my failed relationships, uh, the the relationships that, that I didn't think were a failure, but they still didn't work. Yep. Patience is, is a major, major factor. It's a major key. Because if you don't have the patience to listen to someone express how they feel, whether you made them feel like that or what or the situation or whatever, but if you don't have the patience to 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 recognize that, then, you know, you, you fucked. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's there's little room for improvement, but you want – you want to conversate. You want the conversation to be able to provide you with a solution. Yeah, you know, not and you got to come into it thinking that with way. an open mind. Yes, that we, we open wanna, mind, man. We want to, we want to talk about this and we want to get past it. Right. You know, we want to deal with it. We want to get mm-hmm. past it. We want to release it. And and yes, we you, don't want to hold on to no. it. We don't want to suppress it. Nope. We don't want to push that shit down. We want to deal with it. That's when you know you're vibing in a real. When you, you know you're <clears throat> at, a, at a at a really good point in a relationship and vibing. When something happens, right? Mm-hmm. When you slip up and do something and that that either upsets or um, kind of makes the other person feel a certain kind of way, that you can come together, have a conversation about it, right? Not be offended, be open to it, and come up with the solution together, yeah. right? Because look, there's no relationship that's mistake free, right. right? There's no relationship that's argument free. Right. Right. There's no relationship that doesn't have room to grow and opportunities. So if you look at it with that mindset, then you know that and you can have those conversations with the person you're with. Then, you know, you're in something that is for the betterment of both of you. Right. Because oftentimes we find ourselves in these relationships. We get past that infatuation point and then it's it, it starts to wither away. Yet we hold on because we're comfortable uh, because we have fear of the unknown, right? Self-esteem is fucked up. Self-esteem may be fucked up. Financially. Um, it, it, it could be financially. It could be kids. kids. It could be sexual. It could be all kinds of different things, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the point the point of it is, is the core, core issue is it, it, it still comes back to you because when you're at that point where you do love yourself and you do know your self-worth, you will realize sometimes later than sooner, but you will realize that I'm worth more than spending my time in a toxic situation. Yeah. Yeah. Let me speak on that too. Speak on it. Um, I, I personally, I didn't really realize my worth until I was in a toxic situation. First, I had to realize what the fuck a toxic situation was Yep. other than just being crazy. Um, but being being done a certain way or being treated a certain way in a relationship is what really kind of made me feel like uh, ding dong, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like the doorbell's ringing. But even even with that coming into the re- realization of my self worth, it's still hard to sever the connection. Let's talk about it. You know, because sometimes the connection is like you know we we talked about it earlier. You know, you have soul ties in place. You know well, like, explain explain what you mean by soul ties. I can't really get that deep into soul ties right now. Um, I, I mean, I can't. What what, what I what I what my I, 
my ideology of soul ties is when you know you're deep. You know, you're deep, you're into that you're into that twin flame, that um soulmate kind of realm. You know what I'm saying? That right. that real deepness y'all share uh, um you share a really deep connection. Connection uh beyond the physical. Beyond the physical, beyond gotcha. the sexual, yeah. be, you know what I'm saying? But but it's like um it's almost like to a certain extent that's your person. Right, right. Right. And you know, when you come across that that's that's all. He must the, have found his uh, the, his soul his yeah, soulmate. The, uh, <laughs> mine's like mine's podcast security system is going off. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yes. So, so you know you vibing you vibing on that level. Right. And um, sometimes that 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 sometimes that can be one sided as well. You know you're infatuated by this person. You want to give this person everything. You want to show them something different, but they can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Or they're not ready to receive something different because they're, they're trapped in, 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 in the process of all they know. So when you try to show them something different, it, 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 it kind of doesn't go, but, but your loyalty keeps you in it. You know what I'm saying? Because, one thing you want to do is you look for a spark, man. You look for any kind of something that will ignite the the fire again. You dig what I'm saying? I do. So, so that's that's one thing that makes it hard to leave. And even with the abuse, not physical abuse, mental abuse is just as bad. Verbal abuse is just as bad because you can heal from a a strike, a punch, or a kick, but Mentally and verbal abuse is more detrimental to your psyche. You feel me? Yeah. That's that's when the membership to Akasha Flicks comes in. <laughs> right. Because you need to do some deep work. You feel me? I do, man. So even even with the abuse in intact, you know, you like, I'm not a quitter. I don't want to give up. You know what I'm saying? Um it's a dead situation. I know, I know, I know. I talk to my people. My people tell me, like, what the fuck? What are you doing? You're going backwards. What's happening? But it's like, it's it's just deeper than that. It's just deeper than that. It's an addiction kind of thing. I guess I can't really talk about addiction because I've never really been addicted to anything like that as far as narcotics-wise. But, um, you know, it, it just, it's, it's, it's deep. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think Soul Ties is. Okay. Okay. Let me, I mean, I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to respond to that. Cause now we're getting into the, to the X aspect, right? <laughs> right. Um, you know, everything we talked about so far in the show has been kind of the core principles of a relationship, what to look for and what the most important things are. Now, the main basis of the show is once you do sever those relationships, you know, what makes us come back? Right. And, and you just spoke on your current personal situation which i think can help a lot of people and 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 hopefully my retort can help other people and help you yeah um you brought up a few different things um i'm not going to speak on the soul ties thing yet we'll get there but you brought up the word loyalty mm -hmm. right and i think loyalty is very very similar to um sacrifice to me right they're cousins. Sabotage. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, sacrifice and, and loyalty. Because loyalty, in a way, is like a, a mental obligation, right? You feel, since you've put in so much and we connected so strong, that I need to be loyal and give this every possible opportunity to succeed. So you're loyal to a fault. Loyal to a fault is a good is a good way to say it, but that is only from the perspective of somebody from the outside. I mean, if you say that to yourself, you're loyal to a fault, and you feel that way. Well, then you're telling you're telling yourself right then and there you need to to completely sever that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the when when you can you talked about you see something in this person and you feel that, you know, you can, you can help them and you, you feel that they have the opportunity to, to kind of get on a certain path to where they can improve themselves and be better. And that would ultimately, ultimately make our relationship what it needs to be. Like you're an optimist in this specific relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's a beautiful thing. Right. But it goes back to what I said earlier about reciprocity. Right. You can't reciprocity. Yeah. You can't force. What is reciprocity? Reciprocity is, is, is give and take. Right. 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 You know, I give and you give me the same back. Right. You know what I mean? I buy you lunch Tuesday. You buy me lunch Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? So like, like a flow, like an ebb and a flow. Yeah. 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 Give and take. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Reciprocity. Um, so like you're giving, you're constantly giving, giving, giving. With the idea that eventually she's going to give back. Right. Okay. But she's well, not giving well, back. The, the, not even just so much of the idea, like, and it could be <clears throat> like the blind faith kind of thing. It could be just hope, you know. Wishful thinking. Yeah. Wishful thinking. Just, just hope. And, and, and I just think. That at times that could that could that could be one of the factors that make you want to stay around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, but, no, no doubt. But you know, <clears throat> like I said, you know, you could you could see those flags, you could see the, the roadblocks and shit, and, and you still. Well, that's look and and said it multiple times. I'm, I'm so glad you brought up this experience, and 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 this. I'm not just speaking to that experience. I'm speaking to everybody because everybody's right. gone through this, right? Yeah, at some so, point in time, everybody plays the fool. Your sometimes. experience is very similar to my example of the movie script, right? Mm-hmm. You had a long infatuation period, mm-hmm. long infatuation, a deep infatuation period, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then that turning point happened and the substance wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It was there on your side, mm-hmm. but it wasn't coming from the other side. Right. So you made the decision eventually that you needed to cut ties. Yeah. Right. But something was, is still there. Something you yeah. are still emotionally attached. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And that's, that's the key with attachment, right? Is every, first of all, everything is energy. Everything we're talking about with him is energy. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's attached energetically to this individual, right? Or was attached was. to this individual, right? 
And, and that, that happens sometimes, even when we, and even when we, we break up, right. We're still attached emotionally. We're still attached energetically. And until we sever that attachment, until we detach from that energy, um, we're never going to be able to move on and have closure. Right. Right. Um, so like back to what I was saying, you didn't have the substance, right. But you held on because of your personality. Right. And I think some of it, you know, you're on your, you're on your journey and growth and whatnot, you know, of loving yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to that point. And there's still that part of you that's fearful of being alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and who wants compassion, right. who wants affection. Right. And the easiest way to get it was to, to go, go to your ex, go back to your ex where you have a, and you still had the glimmer of hope. Yeah, and the 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 level the, the level of comfort comfortability. Of course. Um, not not saying. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that and and it, sometimes it seems that, that that would be the easier route to go until instead of finding someone new. The best route, the best thing would do the the best option to take. Scrap it. Go find someone else. Well, scrap it and heal. Yeah, scrap it, heal. Yes, and then go. F- not even go find someone else. Right. Let someone else find you. Ex- you know what I'm saying? Ding, 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 ding. And, and and listen to that, everybody. Listen to that because when you heal those wounds, right? Because there's wounds. Okay. Every relationship, that's whether whether it's a a little nibble or whether it's some deep severed type shit, right? Yeah. Some impaled type shit. Like there's healing. You heal, right? You heal yourself. You get to the point, you know, where you you love yourself even more, right? Mm-hmm. Build that self-esteem up. And then, you know, you'll watch like how I say this all the time, when you when you achieve oneness and you get on that path to enlightenment and you and you elevate your frequency, what you attract, because you're gonna attract what you are giving off. Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. and if you if you end a relationship and rebound right into the next one and you're not healed, you're going to get the same shit. Yeah. That's why you end up on the cycle of these same type of relationships because you're emitting the same frequency that you had in that last relationship, right? That same energy. And, um, and that's what you're going to attract. So once you heal yourself, you get to that higher frequency, you're going to start attracting that type of energy towards yourself. Right. And, and, and that lies that, lies a process that that is a process you know what i'm saying it's a beautiful process it's a hard process it's a it's a it's a um it's a beautiful process that you know when you're going through it it's kind of like damn but like when you get on the other side of it, like yeah we went through all this you know what i'm saying to get to here to, right you know i have uh, um okay so here's my story here's my experience and how it relates okay. <clears throat> you hearing any buzzing in your ear? I was just a second ago. Yeah, okay. Something it might be my phone. Um, Fucking radiation, yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. That, that 5G shit is real. <laughs> yeah, we got to hit that up on the app. Um, okay, so I, in my 20s, um, you know, fell in love with this, with this girl, and my self-esteem was horrible. Right. I was afterwards or no, no, no. During, during at this time in my life, you know, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Horrible self-esteem. Um, a negative person, completely pessimistic, but I meet this girl. Right. And 
you know, we become really good friends, really good friends. And then we, you're almost best friends. And then we have a relationship, we fall in love, and my issues start to come out within the relationship. And my issues being jealousy. Like, I didn't want her... I didn't, I didn't want her to hang out. I didn't want her to hang with her friends. She was going to go to college away, you know, six hours away. And subconsciously, I didn't want her to go because I didn't want to, I didn't want her to leave me. Um, so when she would hang out with her friends and do stuff, I'd feel, I just, I just wouldn't feel good because I always felt the threat of her leaving, that fear of her leaving me. Why? Because all of my validation, all of my, my entire existence in a way besides my daughter Depend was dependent on her. Right. And what happened was she felt that. Right. She right. felt that. And, and she was younger than me. She felt that. She didn't want to deal with that. And she broke up with me. Right. And it devastated me. Yes. The most depressed I've ever been in my life. Um, just, you know, I should, I, I came and hung out with you for a while. I, <laughs> I came and stayed with you for, I was there for a while. Yeah. Just, just an extremely tough time. Right. And like you said, through that process, you know, it can be beautiful, but it can be hard. And this was hard for me. I mean, extremely hard. Like, yeah. Um, so my process looked like this. And, and look, these things in life, like when, you, when you're dealing with dark and deep times, like it's hard. It's really difficult to see the lesson or, or, or. Um, kind of the the light at the end of the tunnel at the time, but then you look back and you're like, wow. And and I'll tell you my wow moment, right? So I'm extremely depressed. I'm still, you know, still got to go to work, still got to, you know, be a father. You know what I mean? And, you know, this this girl, a, a friend of mine that I'm working with, she just gave me a book. She said, hey, look, you know, I know you're dealing with it. Um, you know, this book really helped me. You should read it. And the book was The Secret. And I read it in like two days, the entire book in two days. And it completely changed my outlook on everything. And I'll tell you why. Because it, it was the first time that I felt that I had power. Mm-hmm. The whole law of attraction and, and like attracts like and positive energy attracts positive energy. It completely flipped my whole, my entire energy 180 degrees to where I looked at things from an optimistic level. And I told myself... And I knew, I told myself and I knew that she was going to come back to me, right? So we're talking about, you know, um, why do we go back to our exes? Well, in this process of me actually waking up in, in a sense, not my full awakening, but changing my entire perspective on life, right? I was, you know, I was at the point where I felt better, right? You know, um, uh, I, I got over it, but I still wanted her back. Why? Because she was all I knew as far as from a relationship standpoint that's ever made me happy. Mm -hmm. So I told myself eventually she's going to come back to me. And guess what? She came back. Mm -hmm. Right. But when she came back, it wasn't the same Mm -hmm. because I was different. Right, right, right. She was the same, Mm -hmm. but I was different. And, you know, there was the reinfatuation phase of getting back together. And I ended up marrying this girl. Right. And I ended up marrying her knowing deep, deep, deep down that it wasn't the same. I wasn't the same and it wasn't what I wanted anymore. And I and the marriage lasted a year. We moved on with our life, this, that and the other. 
But that moment kind of told, kind of showed me what my worth was. Now the and here's the extra kicker. So in that process of me getting a divorce with this woman, I immediately, without healing anything, without healing anything, I immediately jumped into another relationship with somebody who was the exact opposite of her. And the same shit happened, (laughs) if not worse, because... Because I'm thinking you finished like and um and then we live happily ever no. after. No, no, this is mine's like mine's. No, this is that is not hey, the shit. Like that I happened. said, th- these examples. I mean, people may be in these situations. I immediately rebounded with somebody who was exactly opposite from her, thinking that that's what I wanted. And what happened was the progress that I had made from a self esteem standpoint, like dissipated. Because the person I was with was similar to what I said about Jimmy and Janet. I was going all in because I thought that, okay, I finally found someone that I want to go all in on, even though I really didn't. But I just, the idea of it. Yeah. The idea of it. Relationship one-on-one. Right. And that person wasn't all in. Mm -hmm. Right. And eventually after I stayed in it a long time, you know, after two years, you know, it, it, it finally ended. And then I was finally able to truly heal all of my wounds from past relationships, right? Because I, because I, I, I stayed single, right? I didn't, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I just wasn't looking for one. Finally, was able to heal, and then I met, and then you know, about a year later, I met my wife, my current wife. Shout and out to the queen. Shout out to the queen, and we've been together shit eight years, right? Eight years strong, right? And and. It's crazy that you have to deal with those types of things and, and, and you get in these moments because truthfully, the last relationship I was in before I, I was with my wife now, like we lived together like it. We could have got married. Right. Easily. Right. Those things could have happened. Right. It was, it was your prep course to get married. Well, I mean, it, it showed me it showed me that I wasn't. It showed me I wasn't in the right relationship at the beginning because I, it, there wasn't that reciprocity, right? And, you know, we had a little snafu as well to where we broke up for a little bit and then got back together. Same exact cycle that happened with, with, um, with my first wife where she came back to me and it wasn't the same. Same exact, same ex- like literally different people, different situations, same concept. It wasn't the same. And then eventually once I realized like, look, I can't do this anymore. Right. I'm not, I mean, I'm not happy. I don't want it. I don't want to expend any more energy in this. So why am I going to, you know, and then it ended. Um, and, and I think the moral of all of this is, is that when their ex is for a reason. Yeah. Right. Yes. The, their ex is for a reason. And we allow our own issues to ultimately allow either them to come back into our lives or us to go back to them. And if we, if we identify those issues and work on those and heal, then we won't go back to our exes. I know there's a whole saying, you know, let them go. And if they come back, then they're really meant for you or whatever like that. If, fuck, if, fuck if, all if, that. if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> it's like, um, if you love someone, set them free. And if they love you, wait a minute, hold on, shit, wait a minute. That was, that was halfway right. <laughs> if, if you love someone, set them free. 
you know, and if it was real, that you know, they'll come, they'll come back to right. you. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't believe in that. So, but if, if you love someone, you set them free, and if they're yours, you know, they come back to you. But if you don't, if they don't, that's when you, well, never mind. Yeah. That's when you what? Hunt them down. Hunt them down. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a joke. That's yeah, a yeah. joke like a motherfucker. Yeah, man. We have all kinds of yeah. rallies outside the you know Minds Like Mine studio. Like, oh, fuck. No, no. That's, that was that was a joke. That's what an old person just told me. You know what I'm saying? If you if you love someone, set them free. And if they don't come back, you, you hunt them down. But, um, yeah, man. Exes, they're exes for a reason. That That is so fucking true, bro. That is so fucking true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to move backwards. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, in the process of even going backwards or whatever, you know, you get to a point too, because you know, like you just spoke about, we we both been there, we've done it before. I ain't gonna right. lie, you know, fuck it, <laughs> right? Um, you still get to that point where it's like, you know what? I'm tired of getting kicked in the face. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of getting shit on. I'm tired of being treated like shit. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of calling. I'm tired of calling my best friend. Like, oh <laughs> man, she hurt me again, bro. And my best friend. Says, well, it's your fault. You let her back in. So it's kind of like, ah, that's not the shit I want to hear. I know. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, it's so tough, too, <laughs> that's, because that's like. Not the shit, that's not yeah. the shit you want to hear. It's like, ah, nah. <laughs> see, I loved her, bro. Right, I was right. in love with her deeply. And it, hey, man, it's just a process. You know what I'm saying? It is, man. Love, love is not easy, man. I mean, loving, loving is easy. <clears throat> But finding, finding, finding your other half, man, is is sometimes not easy. It can be. I don't. I don't once you learn to love yourself. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's. I mean, because you know, like you think about it, like, what does loving yourself look like? Because there was a time, mm -hmm. my self esteem was fucked up. Yep. I was completely shot. I was depressed all the time. So, story, and I'm still on the chubby side. Gained a lot of motherfucking weight. You know what I'm saying? It was very, very miserable. But I didn't know who the fuck I was. You know what I'm saying? I was lost in the sauce like a motherfucker. I do know my worth. Like I said, I, 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 I learned my, I learned my self worth from getting my face rolled around the parking lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My heart kicked down the street, like. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do deserve better than this. I do know that I deserve better than this. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And and that's where we want to go. You know what I'm saying? That's where we want to go. So like, yeah. Yep. So you know, loving yourself, man. Um, some people, some people miss the boat. Some people miss the boat on loving themselves. They don't know how to. No, and and it's not easy. Like that's you know honestly, and I know we keep saying self love. This. I know we keep saying this and I promise you these aren't shameless plugs, but like, that's why I created Akasha flicks. The reason, the reason I created it is because people need help learning how to love themselves. Like, you know, I I've done coaching sessions, you know, where it takes hours and, and, and multiple sessions, if not years to, reprogram people because we're not society doesn't isn't built for us to learn how to love ourselves no it's, it's built for us to learn how to hate ourselves that's why mental health is so so fucking prominent in this country right now you know what i'm saying Absolutely. so like that's why shit like this is important so you can start absorbing 
a lot of these different mindful practices and habits, right? Because at the end of the day, it's all habits. The reason if we were to sum up the reasons we go back to certain things, right, is habit. Like we're, we're used to it. We're comfortable with it. Creatures of habit. It's what we know. You know what I mean? I know. Look, I don't know what's out there in the world. Right. I don't know what they can provide me, but at least I know what I got with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, at least I know what I have with her. And yeah, it's not perfect, but, you know, every relationship has its issues. That's kind of the, the fallback. And, and and even at that, that state of mind, it's like, you got to get the fuck out. Got to. I mean, that, I mean, I mean that, that that's that's always my advice. It's just not. Now, look, oh, there there are there are. Sometimes it's hard to get out. There are situations. I mean, look, marriage and divorce, like divorce. It, I, I don't wish it upon anyone, especially if you have <laughs> families, if you have estates, financial. Like two, it can be a fucking dollars, bro. Well, I'm just saying, like it just can be a fucking. It can be a nightmare. Right. And, and, and one of the, the number one reason why people stay together or even get back together is because of what? Kids. Right. And finances, you know, because they say um, sometimes they say it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> but they do say that. Yeah, it's a song, you know. <laughs> and, but, you know, something like that, that, that speaks that speaks volumes on denying yourself. Uh, happiness or it it just really kind of speaks volumes on how how uh, prevalent mental illness is yes to, I mean to take to take a stance like that but you know because it's, it's kind of like you know to take a stance like that it's like um I'm denying myself the self love that I deserve yep because I'm so busy giving this love out to everybody else or or the ones that are in my life. You know what I'm saying? My significant others, whatever have you. And I didn't realize, well, I, I realized, you know, at some point that, you know, the love that I'm so freely giving away. So I'm, I'm a lover. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm from, I'm from love. Um, I started giving that love to myself. And once I started loving myself, you know, it's, you know, I still, I still take unnecessary bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I take, I take it in. I mean, I still, I still receive some unnecessary bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm human. I'm working on myself and all that good, good shit, but it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's different when you come into the realization, like, yeah, yeah, I deserve more than this. And, but it's like, um, when you start, when you start getting these things that you manifest, that you wanted to happen, that you wanted to manifest this and you wanted to manifest that, and once you start seeing that come into play, it changes your ideology because it becomes reality, you know. So this is what it looks like. I yeah. love, I love me some me. <laughs> Don't ever get that fucking twisted. Right. You know what I'm saying? I love me some fucking me. Yeah, and you know. It goes back to, to sac like I think a lot of people go back to that sacrifice conditioning. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna sacrifice my happiness. My happiness to from, make it work. To make it work for my kids, Fuck. right? 
for, you know, for, for the marriage, you know, and, and obviously we didn't even get into the religious aspects of marriage, yeah. but you know, the kids, yeah. when you choose to do that, yeah. stick it out for the sake of the kids. Right. And I'm going to say this and it might hurt some people's feelings. Nine times out of 10, the kids are going to come out fucked up because they're seeing a fucked up situation. Yeah. So they're going to mimic what they see. Well, me personally, like my first wife, right? Me personally, my first wife, um, I had to get out. I had a daughter at the time. I didn't want my daughter growing up seeing her mother and her father constantly fighting and not loving each other. So I, I chose to remove myself. Yep. Because I didn't want I didn't want that force on my child, you know. And um, you know, I, I left, you know. Yeah. Uh because I don't I don't, you know, I you you stick around for the sake of the kids and the kids are gonna feel that kids are they you know, they have senses, they can sense that, you know, when shit ain't right. And yeah. then and then that that tears the kids up. I mean if you think about it like kids your kids growing up like you're the you're their life mm -hmm. right you know um and as they get older they obviously you know venture off to different different things and whatnot but growing up you're their life and they that energy like they can feel that kids kids can feel energy better than any of us right mm -hmm. so if the the relationship is not eye to eye if that there is not that reciprocation of love and it's not a loving relationship the kids feel that and that's what they grow up in they grow up in that environment and then they get in relationships and they don't know what love's supposed to look like and and they you know repeat what I mean? the, they repeat the same horrible cycle in addition if you're not happy and you're sticking it out in a relationship that affects every aspect of your life absolutely the type of parent you are mhm mm the type of person you are, mm -hmm. the type of employee you are, all, all of it, employee, employer, whatever the case may be, like all of, all of it, like all of, all of that matters, right? Because at the end of the day, like you yourself, like we're all connected and, and this is on a macro level, uh, you know, outside of relationships, just in the world, right? Like being the best version of yourself helps everybody in everything because Chef, if you're the best version of yourself, right, mm -hmm. you're going to be a better parent to your kids. Absolutely. Which ultimately your kids are going to grow up and be better people themselves right. and love themselves. Therefore, they're going to be better for the community. Right. Right. And you're going to be a better chef. Right. Right. Which means you're going to provide better service right. to anybody who wants your services. Absolutely. Right. And you're going to be a better friend. Right. So that means the light that you're continuously shining is going to affect me and all the people that are around you. Yes. So therefore, you being the best version of yourself doesn't just help you. Right. It helps everybody. Yeah, I and agree. if everybody is on that is on that same type of mindset, then the world will be a motherfucking better place. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely, man. Just you know, it would definitely be a better place. Just unfortunately, man. Some people just they not willing to go that extra mile, and that's okay. And we not here they're to, not there yet. Yeah, we are not here to um, pass any judgment. You know what I'm saying? But the for the people who want to heal and get better, jump on board. Almost definitely. And and back to the you know just back to exes in general. Um, you know, there's there are going to be there there are so many different situations, but a situation I see a lot is. 
you break up or, or, or maybe somebody breaks up with you. Right. And that is something we haven't touched upon yet. Yeah. Right? Now, yeah. granted, that's that's what I went through. Yeah. Like that was devastating for me, but it taught me that I never wanted to feel that way again. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, but the reason I felt that way is because I, like I said, she was my validity. I literally, my, my idea of love only came from her. So that's why it hurt. Once that was severed by her, I didn't have love anymore because I didn't love myself and it hurt. It hurt, and I never wanted to feel that, and I never have felt that way again, and I never will feel that way again. Right, right. So, like, when you're when somebody breaks up with you, it can feel like the world is gonna end. It could feel all those different things. Yeah, right. The healing part of it, right, is going to teach you that what that that other person, that power that that other person had on you, had on you, was self inflicted. Because you allowed it. That doesn't mean you can't love somebody. It doesn't mean you can't be head over heels over someone. But if you don't love yourself first, then you're giving the power to that individual. That means that they can, they can, they have that power to literally change your entire demeanor Mm -hmm. with one decision. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and, And so when you're on the other end of it, the easiest thing to do is to hope that that person's going to come back to you. That's what I did, right? I had the, you know, I, I knew it was going to happen. But the difference with me and what I'm talking about is me, I was growing in the process mm-hmm. and I changed. Mm-hmm. And that may happen to you because what will happen is, is the person that leaves that version of you goes on their merry way and they may grow, they may not. But when you grow, don't be surprised if that X comes back. Yeah. But you're not that same person anymore. And that's what I'm telling you is to understand that. Right. Is that when you grow, you know, don't, they're, they're X's for a reason. You didn't grow to get that person back. You grew for yourself and that attracted that person back. There's a difference. It's a big difference. Right. So understand that. That's, the, that's when you take your power back. Right. So remember, they're X's for a reason. Grow yourself. If they come back, you know, that's your choice. If you want to try it again, you know, that's fine. But most likely it's not going to work because you're a different version. You're yeah. a different person. Yeah. If, 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 you're, if, you're, if your mindset is constantly on evolving, I think it's a fair um, statement to say that our mindset is definitely on evolving because that's what we want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, if you break up at this point in time and we're constantly evolving... And they don't evolve, your ex, and you moved on mentally, whatever, spiritually, physically, sexually, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yep. You're right. You're not the same person. So it's going to be harder to fall for the old banana in the tailpipe. Right. Now, some people still fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. And um, you know, that's unfortunate. But but the the moral of the story is. Love your motherfucking self. Yeah, the corporate, the core um, aspect of all of this. Yeah, because then your then your decisions are coming off of self love, not looking for, for love from somewhere else. Right. So, and you're not codependent on someone else's love. Yes, sir. Or Talk to or, or you know you're not. Um, well, I'm I'm Mister uh, Such and Such and Such and Such. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've been there. I was Mister Blah 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 <laughs> for a long time because yeah. 
I was fucked up, didn't know who the fuck I was, but all I know is I wanted to try to make this shit work, and it didn't work. Devastating. Completely devastating. And, you you know, you go into the, all these different phases, like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with me? I, you know, you take the time to heal. Yeah. Take the time to heal, do a lot of reflection, a lot of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I think, I honestly think, um, what really helped for me is a lot of a lot of isolation. Yeah, a lot a of isolation. Time. Well, I mean, you brought up another good thing. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with me, right? Mm. And that can be a natural response, whether you're the one doing the breaking up or you're getting broken up with, right? In your case, like you, you probably looked at yourself like, man, I'm trying to. I'm trying to help her change. I'm trying to help her grow. Mm -hmm. And she's not listening to me. She's not responding to that. What the fuck is wrong with me that she won't listen to me, right? Right. But that's not on you. Right, right, like right. Like you're, right. you're, you're putting obligation, you're putting responsibility on yourself when it's not. We can't, we can't heal and help everybody. Right, like, right, 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 right. It starts with the intent of wanting to heal, like take making that acknowledgement. Well, first of all, the acknowledgement that you need help in the first place. Yeah, well, which is a big one. And we gotta, we we do have self-proclaimed healers and paths, which is where we are. We cannot heal everybody. No, cannot. We cannot save everybody. And and sometimes that that sometimes sometimes man, you know that just kind of. It creates something in me personally, in you as well, because we want to help everybody. Yep, that's our nature. We want to save everybody. Right. But but when it comes when it comes into the question of I'm gonna I'm gonna lose myself to save you, that's when it becomes tricky, because I'm gonna choose me. Yep. And to some people that may sound selfish, that may even sound self centered, and once again tools of manipulation will have you fucked up in the head thinking that you're self-centered and um all that and you're not you know what i'm saying yep. and you're not so it may sound selfish but think of yourself put yourself first you know what i'm saying you you gotta find a way to heal yourself yeah yeah man yeah, you can't say you can't save everybody. All we can do, you know, um, as, as light workers, as light is provide the information, provide the energy. And, and you know, as as convincing as we can try to be, as entertaining as we can try to be, ultimately, the receivers, the people on the other end have to make that conscious choice that, you know what, I do need to heal. I do need to learn. I do need to, to reevaluate my life. I need to do an audit on my entire life and, and, and see where I'm at. You know, that's, my, that's, that's another thing I've been telling people lately. Like, I want, you to, I want you to go in the mirror. I want you to look at yourself and ask yourself, do I love myself, right? I want, <laughs> right. You, I want you to look at your life and ask yourself, are you living the life you want to live? Right. And lastly, right. are you the person that you want to be? Right. Like if 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 any of those are no or not sure or, you know, wishy washy on the fence, like you need healing. Like it, it, it's it's let's look at it. Let's look at the reasons why. You know what I mean? And though that type of activity, those mindful behaviors, those habits, those the, that reprogramming. Right. That 
unprogramming first before reprogramming, you know, is ultimately going to get you to a point where you're not looking for love. You are love and you're looking for someone to share it with. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, You know, I I realize that, too. You know, I, I am love. I am light. I am not the light, but I am light. I am love. And, and you know, it's crazy because <laughs> um, we spoke about being cosmically catfished. Yes, we did. Sometimes that happens <laughs> because people are searching for the love that you bring or the light that you bring. You know what I'm saying? Right. For the warmth. You know what I'm saying? The comfort, the shelter, the whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that's when that's when you have to be strong in the I love me sh- shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So you don't lose yourself. Because I've, I've, I've been out there. I've, I've lost myself. You know what I'm saying? I have. Easily. It can happen. I, like, I have. Like, I might, look, man, I might re- my rebound after after my my divorce, like, I lost my, all the, like I said, all the momentum I had gained, right, I lost because... I was just so like I added so much expectation to the relationship and so much energy for it because I was like, I just got divorced. I just went through all of that. I was hurt more than I've ever been hurt before. I grew from it, but I want to make sure that never happens again. Right. So I'm going to go all in from the jump. Yeah. And that other person was not they weren't they weren't they didn't sign up for that. Yeah. Right. And then even when and 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 that also that ultimately caused issues. But even when that person was by the time that person was all in and ready to go into that, I wasn't anymore. Right. Because I realized that it was under false pretenses. I put all that energy in something I really didn't want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that happens. That's why, you know, and look, you've you know, you've gone from relationship to relationship to relationship without much much break in between right yeah not not much recently I mean, recently yeah i've had some breaks in between but yeah not much yeah right and and that's why i just implored everybody that like look if you get out of a a serious relationship right something that you put a lot of time and effort in you know don't jump into another relationship yeah right? now yeah now i i would hey and don't and don't and don't get serious with the side the side piece hey i <laughs> i would um i would i would definitely recommend not doing that as well you know but but then i would also recommend bro and i and i know because on some occasions i've been moving fast i'm older now you know what i'm saying i understand that i understand i was moving fast back then or i understand i was moving fast to put time because now i don't want to move fast right i ain't in a rush to do shit right i ain't in a rush on all that you know what i'm saying and the only thing i'm in a rush to do is become a better person you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's sure. that's it. But um you know I, I shit. I don't know. I just I just been there. I I have been there I, on on both both sides of the fence. Most definitely, man. Well, um <clears throat> look, relationships are such a vital part of life. You know what I mean? Um and that's why it's important to have these conversations and I'm glad we did. Um, it's been it's therapeutic. Too. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So I yeah. hope that it was therapeutic for everybody listening. Um, 
and 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 everybody listening, you know, please leave a comment. Like I, I love to hear your experiences, and 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 if enough experiences come out on on these comments, you know, we'll read them. We'll, yeah. we'll you know maybe yeah. we'll do a a podcast where we just read people's um, experiences and 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 how they feel about it and and what they've dealt with and what they've learned from their relationships or even questions. If you have if you're in a, a certain, Q and A Q and A if you're in a relationship and you have questions or or maybe. You're not sure if you want to put energy and move forward or if you're looking to break up and you need some tips on how to do it or anything, anything regarding relationships, you know, comment, let us know or, or reach out to us as well. We're all over on social. You can message us. Um, I'm at RL Melpika. He's at Chef Definition. And uh, we'd love to, to, to make this an interactive discussion because yeah. it's important. Yeah. Like a like a big old forum. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kasha Flicks people, you know, put your comments below the video um, and, and, and we'll, we'll check those as well. Yeah. And um, yeah. So awesome show, man. You know, we'll be back next week, of course. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to the show, like I said, uh, I'll say it once again, you got to sign up for Akasha Flicks uh, so we can keep this thing moving, keep this thing rolling. If you use the promo code healing, you get 50% off the 50%. annual price that's 49.99 for an entire year we have over 100 videos and three three to four videos a week so like this thing is growing it's time to jump on now this is only going to be good through february so you know definitely check it out yeah and um man at the end of the day man love yourself right you right. know what i'm saying love right yourself up. um uh, if you're in a situation, don't be ashamed to talk about it. Don't be ashamed to get it out there in the open. Don't be ashamed to don't be ashamed to let people down. Um, don't beat yourself up if uh, you have to move around because it's not your best situation to be in. True that. Um, but yeah, man. By all means, love your motherfucking self. Yes, and and I want to um, actually make a correction since this podcast will not be dropping until March, the first week of March. For anybody who is actually listening to this and uses the promo code HEALING, I will uh, uh, allow that to go through March as well for you guys. So all my Minds Like Minds people, you get 50% off through March using the promo code HEALING. Through so, March. 50% off through yes, March. Yes, yes, Jump yes. on it. Jump on it. And uh, on yeah, it. like I said, we will be back. Let's Let's love ourselves. Let's heal. And remember, if it's not adding value to your life, if it's not for the betterment of you, then it is toxic. And if it is toxic, it needs to be removed. It needs to be removed as soon as possible if it's toxic. Peace. Peace.